hi, hello. Hut, hut, hut. <laughs> it's Financial Straight Talk, the podcast por- podcast portion, excuse me, of Financial Straight Talk with Jim Fox, the president and founder of Wadadley Financial Group, the host of Financial Straight Talk, the chief engineer of the Wheelbarrow of Wisdom, not your financial daddy, and the father of Financial Dragons, Jim. <laughs> Welcome back to the stateside. I think you're you're done traveling for uh, a little while, aren't you? You're yes. just getting back from the islands, man. I'm telling you, so you figure that in November we were in the Caribbean on a cruise and December we were in Antigua with family and then we just got back from Jamaica and I'm going to be honest with you, man, I am ready to stay home for a while. I really am. No place like Florida, right? Well, what's up? What's up with all this weather, though? Like uh, someone, yeah. so listen. Your crazy weather has been drinking too much and worked its way down our way. Pull it back, <laughs> pull it back up towards Georgia because we are not used to. I actually had to put on shoes the other day instead of sandals, and oh, that poor, that is poor, unacceptable. Poor <laughs> <laughs> I'm Insane. over there. I'm over here at the house trying to you know save money on my gas bill and everything by uh, wearing these uh, these extra layers and everything like that because I'm not trying to heat the whole house just for little me. But and, and you're having to wear shoes. So I do feel bad, Jim, because I know that that is a tragedy in well, Florida. It, many of us experience this right now. None of us own a jacket, Jerry. I mean, let's I just be real. We I don't know. own jackets. If we were just an hour further south, we'd have to dodge falling iguanas from the tree, right? <laughs> luckily, luckily, they haven't made I it this far yet. I remember when I first read about that. I was like, is that a real thing? Very real. Like, yes, it's and a the, very real thing. The best part of it is where people from up north don't realize that these things aren't dead. And they go and they throw them <laughs> into their car. Are, and you know because they, they want to take them home or bury them or do whatever nonsense Mount the folk want to do and those things get warmed up and they come <laughs> alive in the car and every year and, and us Floridians that are here we know these stories right and they come alive and the poor New Yorker dude from New Jersey or whatever is going on the road with 13 iguanas that are you know that are four feet long <laughs> running through the car so um, All right. well, welcome to Florida yeah so welcome to Florida that's, that's our first piece of unconventional wisdom here here on this week's podcast is uh, leave the iguanas alone. Let them be. Do not bring them home with you. Uh, They're hanging out in the trees and they'll warm up and be just fine after all. But Jim, we're going to get some more unconventional wisdom. And this comes from the sports world. It's still football season, uh, championship weekend, this weekend in the playoffs. And uh, very shortly, we will have the Super Bowl coming up. But a lot of the games this year were played in really cold cities like Buffalo, up in Green Bay, even Cincinnati. It's definitely not warm up there. And uh, one of the former NFL players who is now on ESPN, it's Bart Scott. He had some advice, some unconventional wisdom for football players, a strategy to stay warm during those cold football games. Viagra. Take some Viagra for the game, baby. Got to fit that circulation going right. I, I don't so, know how to move uh, off of that. I don't have any medical background, so I can't. I don't really have a, a response to that. But you, you play, so you must of, know something. A lot, of, a lot of NFL players, at least in my day, took Viagra because it opens up the blood vessels. Oh, oh my god! Oh my and he god. goes on to say Viagra was initially a heart medicine, and uh, you know, I guess it makes sense if you think about it. It helps keep the blood moving, and that can help you stay warm. So that's some unconventional wisdom. And, yeah, swing. Uh, <laughs> right. Come on, real quick. Where is it from? Wayne's World. Come on. Wayne's World. Yes, of yeah, course. Perfect. I'm not, I'm not that young, Jim. <laughs> and, and we'll talk about some classic movies that I've watched recently later on. But look, this is uh, unexpected advice. But hey, if it works, it works. Do you have any 
unconventional wisdom as it relates to financial planning, especially for retirees, that our listeners can take away from this week's show that isn't uh, pharmaceutical related, I suppose. So I have to laugh because right now I can only imagine, because I get so many people that will reach out to us from the podcast and they they laugh and they, they talk. Can you imagine what some of those listeners are thinking you and I are about to talk about with that intro? I mean, right, you so, know. So, so what you're saying is that uh, this, this topic might move the needle. <laughs> I can only imagine, but I, I hate to break it to you guys. I'm actually putting on my finance weenie hat, and we're going to take this seriously today. So, okay. um, I know, and it I'll sucks. I'll keep all my childish of, jokes to myself. Think of all, the, could you imagine, man? It would be like Beavis and Butthead Radio right now if we <laughs> could do this, because there's, there's so many places we could take this. But let's talk about unconventional wisdom and the things that I hear probably more than anything else that doesn't really turn out to be true. It's not what they think it's going to, you know, it's kind of like, does a Viagra work? Who knows? <laughs> right. Okay. So the first <laughs> one, the, right. I want to say all these jokes, hey, Jerry. Jim, it's, it's, so success, it's a success for a reason. I would have it, to imagine. It, it, this is so hard to not do this properly, oh, yeah? you know? <laughs> I am, I like, tell me this is not every pun we can think of right now. But anyway, let's be serious for just a moment and, and then we'll get One to our One more, Jim. Just tell me how we can grow our finances. <laughs> yeah. I, I, listen, the problem is if your accounts stay up for too long, you may have to call a doctor. But do you, our poor compliance team right now is literally looking for us to hit us with sticks. You realize We're that, We're the right? only ones without red faces, I think. <laughs> But anyway, so one of the first ones that we seriously have to talk about, and we hear it all the time, and I love when somebody comes through the door, is that they believe, and they've been told by the media, and they've been told by, you know, finance weenie down the street that they must have a million dollars to retire. Oh, yeah. Let me help you guys out. There is no rule that says you need a million dollars. Well, now, that comes from those commercials, Jim, that, that yeah, whole what's your, your number, number. Yeah. Yes. It's insane. Listen to me. Nobody can give you a number that you need to retire on until they talk to you. Nobody can tell you how much money you have to accumulate until they understand how much money you need to have in retirement, right? So if you're out there right now and you're, you know, 62 years old and you're just over it, and I, I can't tell you how many listeners have called from the radio show, from the podcast, came into the office, and they are just bummed when they come through the door. Maybe they decided that, you know, with COVID, and, and all the mandates. I just don't want to work there anymore. And maybe that's why they're retiring. Or maybe their job just kind of got eliminated and they're bummed because they're like, I only made it to 800,000. I didn't make it. I'm not going to be able to retire, Jim. And I ask them, how much money do you need? And they say, well, I need five grand or six grand. And then we realize you and your wife are getting four grand from social security. Guess what? The other two grand isn't that difficult to get from your $800,000. And I literally watch the color come back to their face. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean I'm going to be okay? See, I mean, understand. What a great conversation that is. Yeah, because, and, and I, I'm not going to lie to you. Occasionally, I have to explain to somebody. I had a gentleman that came in and he, in year one of retirement, wanted to use one-tenth of his retirement assets for his first-year retirement. And I had to have that hard conversation on the other side. You notice I'm still using puns along the way, right? <laughs> and, and I had to tell him, you can't do this and continue this kind of thought process that you have unlimited amounts of money. You're going to run out. But 
it's all about understanding what your needs are. It's about understanding how much money you need. And when we were younger, and I still do this for my younger clients, we understood that you needed a FIN, an F-I-N, or your financial independence number. That was the number that you should accumulate for you to generate the income that you need in retirement to do the things you want to do. So understand something. Nobody can tell you how much money you need until they truly, and listen, the dude that comes to your cafeteria once every quarter is not the guy that's going to give you this breakdown. And I understand algorithms and computers will give you a rough estimate. We need to understand spending. We need to understand taxes. We need to understand social security, spousal benefit, legacy planning. A lot of these things come into play here. So a million dollars isn't the magic number because sometimes, Jerry, I know people that need two and a half million instead of a million. Mm -hmm. So don't fall for that. Going on to the second point, because we only have two more, right? This one and the last one okay. is, and this is the one that drives me crazy. But before I throw this out, I want to test you. Okay. We haven't talked about this in a while and oh. I'm going to see if you retain the wisdom that the great Oracle that is Jim Fox, the, the <laughs> chief engineer of the wheelbarrow of wisdom has yes. imparted on you. Okay. Jerry Payne, Mm-hmm. who is very young, how many different ways are there to take Social Security? I, ooh, uh, yeah. Five, 567. Oh, uh, oh, my. And you are, sir, correct? 567 different ways to take Social Security. Got yes, we need one. a round of, that's it. Uh, Brett, put a round of applause in behind us Woo. in post-production for us. Great, now, great and, job. And I will even take the time to point out that that is for married couples because they now, have well, more ways well, than well, just single. Married right? and divorced. Divorcees and widows, and there's a hundred, well, there's 567 different (laughs) ways that you can do this. But the one that most people normally stick with is what we see on news, print, online, is that you should wait until 70 years old for you to start taking Social Security. Now, the argument there is, is you get more money. But the problem is, Jerry, you got to live longer to make it worth it. Yeah. See, for you to benefit by waiting to age 70 to take Social Security, you have to live until 82 and a half years old to make it worth it. Now, here's the problem. By you waiting eight more years from 62 to 70, you could have been using that money to do fun stuff. When you're 80, guess what you probably don't want to do as much of? The fun stuff, right? right? You're getting older. So understand something. When you hear somebody say, you need to wait till 70, I sit down with so many people talking about when to take Social Security, and I probably on one hand can tell you how many people benefited by waiting until 70 years old. But if you listen to to most people, you read most articles, they say wait to 70. So don't fall for that. Everybody, again, needs to understand what their objective is. And you know what? To me, I'd rather have money when I'm younger to do the fun things because you know what's going to happen? I'm probably going to die three years after I take Social Security anyway. Mm -hmm. So why wait to age 70? So that's point number two. Rounding it up, Jerry, because I'm actually watching the clock for the first time ever in our entire career. we got about five or six minutes left. Five or six minutes left, but you know I can't do anything quickly. Number number (laughs) three is that you got to only focus on paying off debt and saving money for retirement. That I hear this all the time. Jerry, I actually yelled at you for this exact purpose, this exact (laughs) point when you were so 
laser focused and you were like, I haven't done anything. I, I literally go home and sit there and look at, I'm like, dude, that's not the American dream either, right? Mm -hmm. You can enjoy the journey along the way. It's not just about paying off debt. It's not just about accumulating wealth. I can't tell you how many people I have sat down with that has saved their whole life. They didn't do the vacations. They said, when I retire, I'm going to live the dream and I'm going to enjoy it. And they die a month before they retire. Oh, no. And then they leave the money to their kids. One lady, and I won't, obviously won't share her name, but she had saved her whole life and she accumulated almost $400,000. And she was so proud of it. And she saved every penny she could. And I sat down with her, met her two or three times, was able to really kind of build that relationship. And she dies before I can even really help her, Jerry, mm. her daughter gets the money and her mom said, that if anything ever happens, you got to talk to Jim. You got to talk to Jim. She kept putting me off. Finally, she said, yeah, Jim, come on. I got some money. We got to talk about this. Jerry, she had $400,000 that her mom left her. She bought a double wide trailer. She bought a Roush Mustang. She bought all this other oh, stuff. Wow. She had $60,000 left 60 days after her mom died. Oh my gosh. These are the points that I make with people. You want to enjoy the journey as well as the destination, right? That's what I want people to understand. This isn't a race. This isn't a sprint. This is a marathon. We want to have a good time. Think about this. When you're running, Jerry, have you ever ran a marathon? Not a marathon. Or, no, I've done like some a, 5Ks in the past. 5Ks, 10Ks, like, and you know I was training for the Marine Corps Marathon, so I've ran many, many 26 milers. Mm -hmm. One of the things I always tell people is along the way when you're running – there are little tables. Well, you did 29029. You know this. Yeah. They have tables with drinks. They have those little gel packs. They have all these things. Why? Because it, it energizes you to go to the next step and the next step and the next step. I want you to think about your retirement journey, your financial journey is not being point A, I'm 20 or 30 years old and I start saving money. And then next point B is when I'm 68 years old, and I'm ready to retire or 62 or 50 or whatever the number is. We want to enjoy the points along the way. So don't be so laser focused on the final destination. Don't get so focused on getting to retirement that you miss the joy of getting there. And that's right. I'm one of the only financial weenies out there that tell you spend more money having fun along <laughs> the way. And that doesn't mean you get crazy. That doesn't mean that you do stupid stuff, but you can have a good time. But understand that this is as much about enjoying your trip to retirement as it is getting in retirement. And those are the three key facts that I think a lot of people get wrong. A lot of people get misinformation. They process and digest it the wrong way. And it leads them to make poor decisions in retirement or on their way to retirement. An unconventional uh, collection of unconventional wisdom that By an uh, unconventional team. An unconventional team. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe that'll stimulate some conversation or some oh, thoughts for Lord. our uh, for our listeners this week. We we hope we haven't run anybody off because we're just making all these uh, silly puns and jokes. But, Jim, it's hard not to 
uh, when uh, when the top when it's just such easy pickings. I mean, come on, that's it. it just was teed up there for us, so we had to have a little bit of fun with that this My week. My face is turning blue right now. <laughs> well, hey, if it doesn't, if the color doesn't come back within three or four hours, see a physician. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Listen, Love it. Um, for our listeners, we we always want to make this a little bit fun and a little bit entertaining while we're giving you some good uh, financial uh, knowledge, and that comes from Jim's experience of over twenty years in the financial industry, helping people get prepared for retirement. That's what he does. If that's you, if you're about 55, 60 years old, getting ready for retirement, maybe you're recently retired. Maybe you were able to retire early in the past couple of years, but you're not sure about your financial plan. And you want to make sure that you keep as much of your hard-earned dollars as you possibly can, making sure that you're continuing to grow some of that wealth, building an income out of your nest egg and doing it all from the most tax efficient perspective as possible. That's the kind of service that Jim offers. And uh, he does it on a one-on-one one basis. If you'd like to sit down with him and start talking about these ideas and finding solutions for your particular challenges, uh, because everyone's situation is different, give Jim Fox a call today. We have our teammate Pam standing by right now. She can take your call and set up a one-on-one appointment for you to sit down with Jim, put some time on the calendar and spend some time with him and talk about these ideas because it can really just make a huge difference, not only on the page and in the numbers game, but just from your perspective and help give you some more confidence about your retirement. That phone number to reach Pam and set up an initial consultation uh, with Jim and the Financial Straight Talk team at Wadadley Financial Group. It's 321-414-7526. That's 321-414-PLAN. And we have a great website. You can always go online and find that as well at yourwfg.com. If you're listening to the podcast, we thank you for that. Make sure you're subscribed to the feed. And hey, tell a friend, share this episode with someone you love because it might do them some good as well. Jim, that's about all the time that we have for this week. I'm always happy to be a part of the show. And we will be back at the same time next week on the radio. But for now, I'll give you the last word. Thanks so much, Jerry. Well, guys, like Jerry said, if there's anything we can do for you, don't hesitate. Reach out. Let us know. We're here to answer any questions we can for you. But on behalf of myself and the rock doctor himself, Mr. Jerry Payne, I want to thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Financial Straight Talk. is a registered representative of World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Wadadley Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Fox, NPN Insurance License Number 243-4449.